forever. Dog. Someone who knows too much is dying to tell all. This week on the podcast, Carolyn Keynes, Nancy Drew Case Files, Case 29, Pure Poison. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. <laughs> and today on the podcast, we are discussing the Nancy Drew Files, case number 29, Pure Poison by Carolyn Keene. Um, Nancy gets... Nancy... Nancy is taking care of business in this one. She's, she is the most competent and capable person who has ever lived. Who has ever lived. And also, see, because at first I was like, I cannot believe that her dad is letting her do this. <laughs> but she's proven herself. So I was like, I don't know. He knows her better yeah. than me. Mm-hmm. So, I was okay. like, I cannot believe how helpless yeah. this senator is. <laughs> I this also is idiotic. Adrift. She is like, unless it's a bill, I just don't know how to live. And she, also, like, she needs help from an 18 year old with all of this. I Please. know. Get a fucking Please grip. Get a grip, Senator Kilpatrick. Because also, and this is the other thing which we'll get into, but I think Senator Kilpatrick has other shit to hide. Nancy never looked at the actual she, file. I, know, she, I was like, there's no way. There's no this way I would senator didn't do other shit. Yeah, come on. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble because because I'm just too good. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just too kind. Because I was trying to help this tennis player. And I was also like, why are you trying to help? How did this become your yeah. task? You're mm-hmm. a, a U.S. senator. Not, <laughs> e- not even some like fucking state senator. No, you're, you're a, a US, U.S. Congress person. What are you doing working on this fucking tennis players like asylum case? Get an immigration lawyer on it. I know. Get her some protection from the FBI. Why is this your problem? She was not always a senator. She used to be someone that lived in whatever fucking River Valley, wherever (laughs) they live. Yeah, she she did live in River, whatever the fuck. Um, But she was also a fucking politician there. I know. She how was just on even, city council. How did she She's even been, know about this girl? How did they meet? Why does she look like Nancy? Nancy's doing brown face in this book. Oh, my God. And apparently when another Nancy, one as well. When like, Nancy what? put on that brown makeup, I was like, Nancy, <laughs> was like, no. no. And then the whole time she's, she's like, like ra 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 and, and she's like practicing her Spanish <laughs> accent. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe that this is also the second book in which she's doing this. <laughs> she so reminds me of fucking Alec Baldwin's wife. Claudia. Yes, she's going, how do you say cucumber? How do you say because cucumber? Her Spanish accent is, in fact, like, um, ter- Teresa Montenegro is from Spain. Yes. Spanish. Yeah. And she so she's is, like, she, in a previous book, was on the run from the death squads of San Pedro. Yeah, I don't know what, how she got into that and her I'm whole like, family why? was She's killed. a fucking tennis player. What do they want from her? I don't know. Because that's the other thing. It's like, fine, let's say her family's connected, right? But they killed her family and part of her family's in prison. So then why even get her? She's just playing tennis. Like, did she come from a rival, like, drug cartel to these 
quote-unquote death squads. And, okay. and also, death squads What's is that? not, like, synonymous with, like, gang or cartel. Like, a death squad is like a state... <laughs> like a state execution squad right i don't know the way in which death squad is being used is like very weird squad um okay what's a death squad it's an armed group whose primary activity is carrying out extrajudicial killings or forced disappearances as part of political repression yeah so see it's a state thing genocide ethnic cleansing or revolutionary terror like this is not like Spain of the 1970s. What is going on? <laughs> okay, also, because so I'm hearing, seeing a thing, right? So there were death squads in El Salvador and Central America. I'm not certain that like 1995 Spain, I mean, maybe, what was Spain like in 1995? I Wait, are we? Is it 1995? I don't know. I'm just making up a, the 80s. a year. Maybe it's the 80s. I might not be. Let me see. Hold on. I've got the book right in front of me. So. Oh, well, there was a democratic transition in the 70s. 1988. Okay. So there yeah, was a democratic the 70s, transition in the they, 70s. Like Spain was wild. There was a civil war going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about it, but I know that. Yeah. Okay. But Frank in 1988, that, is, that was not the case. <laughs> huh. Spain in the 1980s, growth-oriented adjustment. Democracy, free trade unions, bargaining, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. And maybe maybe she is, in fact, from South America. I don't, like, but I would swear I thought it was Spain. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to read the Spain. back of the book before we get too yeah. much further in? That, well, and then I'll read the case file. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, you and also, so I have, I don't have a back of the book. I have a like Goodreads summary. So if it's different than what you have, let me know. Okay. Notorious Washup Gollum. Washington. <laughs> Washup Gollumist. Washup Gollumist is preferring her published Merck. Washup Gollumist is what I said, She's which a is a Washington gossip columnist. Gollum. She's a gossip Gollum. <laughs> Notorious Washington gossip columnist Beverly Bishop has written the ultimate tell-all book, including information Senator Marilyn Kilpatrick, Kilpatrick does not want published. Hello, Nancy. It cannot just be this. Read the fucking read the chapter. File. I can't believe she didn't read all three files. And she just like lets it burn. What an Nancy's idiot! Like, None of my business. I'm just gonna drink my water and mind my business. <laughs> you know what? Nancy is a dork. She she's got to keep that nose that that peaches and cream nose clean. <laughs> I know her peaches and cream complexion. Mm -hmm. But when Bishop is found shot with a gun belonging to the senator, which also oh my, I was like, this senator is so fucking incompetent. I can't even believe it. Nancy must help Kilpatrick clear her name. No mention of Teresa. Hmm. That's all. That's all. That's it. All right. Here's the the back of the book on the actual on an actual copy of the book. Nancy is urgently summoned to Washington, D.C. by her old friend, Senator Marilyn Kilpatrick. When they Nancy shouldn't arrives, be friends. They shouldn't no, be friends. You should not be, an 18-year-old should not be friends with, with, with someone a senator. in her late 40s. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, speaking of someone in my early 40s, this can is a imagine? weird power dynamic. <laughs> yeah, and can you imagine also like getting into some kind of trouble like this and being like, oh, I know, the local 18-year-old. Yeah, and also they're not friends. They're like they're not. She's friends. employed Nancy as a detective in the past. Like you're not friends. Also, 
uh, we'll get into it, but what she demands of Nancy is insane. And then what Nancy delivers is even more insane. I know. Okay, keep She going. is truly a full-service detective. <laughs> um, okay, blah, blah, blah. when Nancy arrives on Capitol Hill, the senator, fearing her office is bugged, escorts Nancy to the street to talk. It seems that gossip um, golem Beverly Bishop <laughs> is about to publish a nasty expose that will ruin lives, including Senator Kilpatrick's. When Nancy visits the gossip columnist, she realizes that Beverly will stop at nothing to get her treacherous book into print, no matter who gets hurt. But will one of Beverly's intended victims try to get back at her? And can Nancy persuade Beverly not to write the final poisonous chapter? And then here is the case file, which gives even more information. The case stopped gossip columnist Beverly Bishop from publishing her latest expose, which, how is that a detective's job? Anyway, contact Senator Marilyn Kilpatrick, Nancy's longtime friend, not friend, whose career is at stake. Suspects, Della Hawks, the young and beautiful wife of old Justice Hawks. I wanted to know more about Justice Hawks and his young, beautiful Southern wife. We got almost nothing of them. What does Beverly know that could hurt her? Jillian Riley. Beverly's arch-rival who writes the gossip column for the competing newspaper. Is she ambitious enough to sabotage Beverly? Senator Marilyn Kilpatrick, loyal friend of Nancy and Carson Drew. She has a firm reputation for honesty. Is, is she so hiding long? something from her past? Answer, yes, and we never find out what it is. Matt Leighton, handsome war hero. He aims to win Senator Kilpatrick's seat at any cost. Also, how they don't know it's Matt Layton from the fucking get go is beyond me. Come on. Also, the I'm not okay. even done though. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Complications. If is Beverly so long. Bishop reveals Senator Kilpatrick's secret, tennis pro Teresa Montenegro's life will be in danger, and Nancy is almost her exact double. Now I'm done. Okay, <laughs> that's so much. That's so long. Well, it's the case file. It is the case this file. Is the Nancy also, Drew case files. There's not really did you feel like the threat that they did on Teresa was kind of like pussy ass bitch shit oh yeah the fake blood give me a break why would you do fake why would you do fake blood, blood if you are a death squad because you're not you're Matt Layton <laughs> oh that's right it's Matt Layton <laughs> you know what I picture when that I picture Matt Layton their, their giveaways like this is like a prank yeah you know who I picture when I picture Matt Layton? And it's not even because of anything, really. I just was picturing, I think he's top of mind right mm -hmm. now for me. Oh, fuck. I'm forgetting his name. He wears like little high heeled cowboy boots. Oh, um, you, you know, the devil. Um, yeah, the fucking Ron, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Ron DeSantis. And and the thing is, it's the description's not the same, like, because they're like, oh, he's really handsome. And like, Ron DeSantis is like really ugly. And then like, um, he served in Vietnam. I don't think Ron served. Um, I don't know. No, he did not. I kept picturing Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> Hold on. Dan Crenshaw. He's Who's the guy that? with the eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, you heard hottie and you're like, I heard hottie and I thought Crenshaw. eye patch. I, no, I heard it was the like because he's like a former Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lost his eye in the something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Afghanistan, apparently. Yeah, whatever. He loves to just like talk about. But I also kept eye. like it kept cycling through who I was picturing in this role, and I kept also picturing the guy who played the evil senator in um, the HBO Watchmen series. 
Oh. Also because I just rewatched Mad Men and he's a character on that. Yes. So I also um, kept picturing him. But it was definitely like it's very obviously him from the get go. Mm hmm. Also, like, who who stand who has the most to gain if Marilyn's taken out? Hello, it's fucking yeah. Matt Layton. Answer yeah. Matt Layton. Answer Matt Layton. Save Wait, yourself so, some time and a burning building, Nance. <laughs> I did feel like this book was also setting up some stuff for the future because, like, you cannot have introduced the beautiful ebony haired, uh, Southern. <laughs> Yeah, Della Hawks. Yeah. You can't introduce her and not have anything with her. Yeah. And then also Justice Hawks to say nothing of what Beverly had on him was driving me fucking nuts. I was like, is this a fucking Clarence Thomas situation? Is she fucking Ginny Thomas? Like what is happening with this old ass justice and this young ass wife? Yeah. But no. Tell me. And the the fact that they couldn't even be bothered to invent what Beverly had on them was really annoying. It really, I mean, maybe, and maybe it'll like be revealed later, but like a hint or something. I just can't believe if you were Nancy, you would look at that file, right? A hundred percent. Because to me, it's not a betrayal of Marilyn's trust because if you're believing Marilyn, then you already know. So you're just like looking. But also it's like you're a detective. Your job is to get to the truth of what's going on. Your job yeah. is not to be beholden to your employer. I mean, if yeah. you're like a Nancy Drew detective. Yeah. And M- Marilyn Kilpatrick, too. To me, she was acting too scared about this information so coming out. Sus. Yes. I, like I was like, how is this going to be what brings you down? Yeah, it's not. I, mean, I guess maybe in 1988 it would have. But now it would be like, sorry, we have too many other things going on. We yeah, cannot and she's be bothered like, with you saving a fucking tennis pro. Yeah, and she's like one of the few like lady senators or whatever. So I guess she, she yeah. thinks that like one slip up and she's fucked. But also like, okay, I was trying to literally save someone's life. The tennis star, Teresa Montenegro. He's trying to save her. You all love her. Everyone knows. I mean, I guess I know tennis stars. All right, I'll I'll believe that so many people know who she is. Yeah, even back then, right? Like Maria Sharapova and stuff like that. And like Venus Williams, Serena Williams. Like you knew who those people were. Yeah, I do know tennis stars. I was thinking like, how do all these people know this? And then I was like, I absolutely know who's playing tennis. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard of these people. Yeah. Um, But it is, again, I just want to know why the fuck how the fuck Marilyn Kilpatrick got mixed up with Teresa's asylum issues. Like, how did she even hear about it? Yes. How, how, truly, how did this fall on her desk? How? How? No idea. I'm assuming, like, this is explained in a previous book. Yes, because it is the entire story of the previous book, but I bet it is not explained to my satisfaction. No, no, no. She's probably like, this came across my desk. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Um, she's like, it just really like tugged at my heartstrings. Well, and then maybe she saw a picture and she's like, and she looks just like you, beautiful, beautiful Nancy. Except she has a well, something complexion, not your peaches and cream complexion. She's tan. Mm-hmm. Which means, Nancy, you're going to have to, with a little bit of makeup, because that's the other thing she kept being like, with a little bit of makeup, I'll be able to pass for her. And I was like, what kind of makeup? And then... It's just she, like a, a darker shade than her own. <laughs> yeah. So she puts on like 
very tan. Mm-hmm. It's so not she, not ideal. No, she's kind of like snooky. <laughs> but she it. is trying to save this woman's life. She's not trying to like pass herself off as this. She's not doing a Ilaria not, Baldwin. Right. She's not she doing it for clout or Teresa. comedy. Yeah. What if we found out that Hilaria was doing all of this to like save someone's life? <laughs> to save some tennis pro. <laughs> <laughs> It's just literally the story. The exact same story. <laughs> and she's like, also like, is a real Ilaria Baldwin somewhere. Yeah. Or Ilaria, whatever. Yeah. And she's like trying to save she's this like, tennis pro. I married Alec Baldwin to protect this woman and let her keep her anonymity. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> and also, now the world hates me. The whole thing, too, is like, she's like, also, by the way, like, I'm trying to um, keep the secrets of like Diane Feinstein from coming out. <laughs> Um, but let's talk about kind of from the beginning um i was mad at marilyn kilpatrick because she's like nancy i need you to fly out here (laughs) on your own dime i guess uh i bet she reimburses maybe she reimburses her but then i need to know that because right now (laughs) i need to see the balance the receipts Mm-hmm. So she's like, fly out here, and Nancy's like, okay, no questions asked. I, like, I just didn't trust the senator at all, at all, no, and it surprised she's acting me. Like, here, she is acting like she is some stand-in for Senator Kilpatrick, who like doesn't know what she's doing. Like, the real, real Senator Kilpatrick is off having her own story, and this like lookalike is trying to handle just, like, the Teresa part of this. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. the real Senator Kilpatrick is on the floor voting on bills, <laughs> working on legislation, and this, like, mom from, like, Wisconsin who looks like her is trying to, like, pretend and handle the Teresa thing and just really botching it. <laughs> well, I mean, we know lookalikes are a common thing mm-hmm. They're everywhere. in this world. They're everywhere. Yes. Um... I might be talking to one right now. Oh, a sound alike. I I don't even like, yeah, I'm not even looking at you. I could have a sound alike. Right. So you could be, I could be talking to one. Or what if both of our sound alikes are talking to each other? That is probably what's happening. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because we both need to rest. (laughs) Yeah. But like, okay. So Marilyn's like, come out here. Also, I'll put you up in a motel by the airport. I was like, get her a fucking hotel room. She's dragging her ass. She's alone. She's an 18-year-old girl coming from River Valley or wherever she's from. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's River Valley because that's the fake name. River something. Yeah. River Valley is the fake name that I put in my fake child detective book. Um, (laughs) But I think it's like. But it's river something, river open. point or something. It might be River Valley. Is it River Valley? You might have accidentally hit on the exact same name. The exact name of the valley. Opening my candle. Mm-hmm. Pure poison. Oh, while you're doing that, pure poison, the name was changed oh, yeah. to Poison Pen. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. But I don't know if it's that it's a... The, that's like the British name or if it was like a rename because it it is a different book cover 
But there's no way it's a different there, book. The phrase poison pen is used in this book. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. It is River Heights. River Heights. Um, so not Valley Height. <laughs> the opposite of it. The opposite. The opposite. Um, and also, I think that Poison Pen, let's see, it's book number 60, which Pure Poison is book number 29? What? There are two different ones? Are you? Wow. Okay. Are you joking me off right now? Are you <laughs> grabbing my joke dick and joking <laughs> me off right now? Hold on. So Nancy, Nancy drew, drew poison pen. Wow, really going back to the fucking well on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a completely different book. What? This is an advice columnist. What? Wow. Uh, wow. I can't believe they're using the same fucking word. These ghostwriters are not talking to each other. Wow, we're getting almost no information, too. Nancy grapples with sabotaged cars, suspicious, suspicious accidents, accidents, and a desperate, and a desperate letter. letter to an advice <laughs> column figure. <laughs> Into Nancy's summertime mystery. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, no, this is a different book. Wow. Well, these ghostwriters were not checking on uh, each other's work. Or they were, and they were being very lazy and just stealing. And also, here's the thing. If I were being probably paid as little as these people were, I wasn't going to you know scour yeah. through ahead. every <laughs> single Nancy Drew case file. Yeah, they were probably not getting paid for research. There should have been, they should have had like... Like um, research time and then writing time. Yeah, Pocket or Archway should have had, or Pocket Books, whoever the publisher was, should have had somebody on staff who like knew the entirety of the Nancy Drew lore and history to tell the ghostwriter... So that person asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Poison pen. Interesting. Interesting. Well, there okay, you go. I guess it didn't it get changed. Not, yeah, it <laughs> just got reused. Because Poison. here's the thing. The, and the reason why we're so confused is that literally one of the characters is like dubbed the poison pen by everybody. Yeah. Because she is like a mean, venomous Washington gossip columnist, Beverly Bishop. Um, oh, I also thought because, OK, she shot with a gun. I didn't know she was shot in the back of the face or the front of the face. But. I was like, maybe she was shot in the face. Because when she's like, oh, she usually wears like really fancy shoes. Why is her heel broken? I was like, what if it's not Beverly? And that's like someone else that was shot in the face. Kind of like um, the movie Laura. Not to give away the twist of a 1940s movie. <laughs> God, Kelly, I hadn't seen it yet. And it was next on my list. It is very good. Very, very good. No, I'm kidding. I have seen Laura. <laughs> I figured you had. I was like, I think she's seen that it. That is a movie I've seen. Yes. Um. Starring um, Gene Tierney, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Love Gene Tierney. What an excellent bitchy performance as well. She is gorgeous and yeah, excellent in everything she's in. 
just very stunning. Very like, and that whole movie looks like a painting too. So it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, yeah, she's not that bitchy in it. Actually, the guy is more bitchy than her. She, but he sucks. She's just like scared the whole time. <laughs> well, like when she shows up and she's like, I guess she's still scared. By bitchy, I mean the guy, the like, um, the 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 one who's like being interviewed in the bathtub. <laughs> What's his name, that actor? He's in a lot of stuff, too. Is it is that the main guy? I'm having trouble remembering. There's like, so there's like a main moment. guy who like is investigating her murder and he like falls in oh, love with her Dana painting. Andrews. But then the guy I'm thinking of is the guy who's like sitting in the bathtub or like her best friend or whatever. Oh. Yeah. And he like Dana makes Andrews. the detective interview him while he's in the bathtub. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like in the whole book t- or in the whole movie, too. He's like, because um, he's basically telling the whole story of her yeah the older guy right yeah right his and, and he's like very <laughs> he's like very gay coded but like oh, i forgot vincent price was in this yes he is he's yeah vince yeah. yeah vincent price is in this he's like the the other boyfriend or whatever yeah great movie love it mm-hmm. um but anyway we're not <laughs> talking about imdb and the the trailer started playing I love an old trailer because it's like opens with this big text like everybody's talking about Laura. (laughs) (laughs) The world is taken by storm by Laura. Um, But okay, so Marilyn Kilpatrick, the senator, is like, come to Washington, D.C. I'll put you in a motel by the airport, which also a motel by the airport is about the worst accommodation you can provide to somebody. <laughs> and in D.C., please, are you kidding me? So whatever, <laughs> like this is all fucking Marilyn can do for her. But it doesn't even end up. She, I think she does stay one night there. But then she's like, now you can stay with Teresa so you can secretly study her so you can impersonate her so you can go to Beverly pretend to do to offer an interview but try to get information in the meantime also maybe i wasn't reading too closely but when nancy like after she talks with beverly and then she's like i have to go to my next appointment i was like what appointment and she sh- i yeah. have no idea who she was talking to why she was there i really didn't know it Did doesn't it seem- matter unfortunately it matter. <laughs> yeah I mean, it really doesn't matter. Nothing, none of that pans out. She like, um, so basically she goes to Beverly. She pretends to be Spanish. She's like, please don't talk about me. I really, this plan, <laughs> over, the fact that this was her only plan over she does and over. Yeah. All she did was try to pretend to be Teresa and beg people not to write about her. That was her only idea. <laughs> And it's not even a fun, like, you be me, I'll be you. And, like, like yeah, this is not like a Prince and the Popper situation. No, she's literally just pretending to be Teresa without Teresa knowing. And then there's like no stakes to that because later she's like, by the way, I had to pretend to be you. Um, hope you don't care. And <laughs> she and she's like, yeah, I guess I don't. And then when, okay, this part too, when Marilyn has just fucked up left after left and right. She, literally moment after moment, she's fucked up. Marilyn, when Marilyn decides, her first thing is like, I'm going to get you a gun. Always a bad idea. 
And also, without even checking, does Teresa know how to use a gun? Does yeah. Teresa want the gun? And then it's like, oh, by the way, never use the gun. Just keep it in the house. It's like, oh. Then what's the point why, of it? If I'm not taking it with me everywhere I go, how do you think this is going to help me? Think for a second, Marilyn, because guess what? The only thing you're doing is creating an opportunity for a man to steal your gun and frame your you for the murder of Beverly Bishop. Mm-hmm. Also, I liked the like hint. We're going to be talking about Vietnamese people when they're like, she's like, have you ever had Vietnamese food? And yeah, and I was like, there's Nancy's no way like, that this isn't like, yeah, <laughs> relevant. This has to be relevant. We're not talking about Vietnamese food for no reason. I was like, what kind of Vietnamese food do we think they got? Um, I mean, it, let's be real. It was probably just like pho or something or like, like Boone. And also, the fact something. that they never fucking say is so lazy. <laughs> I know. They're just like, let's go get Vietnamese food. Cut to. Now we're we having even, it. <laughs> well, and like, I don't even know. I'm not going to say that what we ordered. That, no, that was I don't even, the meal. That was the same meal. But like, if you're going to okay. say we're having Vietnamese food, why didn't, why aren't you then going to like talk about the food or it, it was just like very because lazy. Because research was harder back then and they were not getting paid. <laughs> so they were like, Again, I don't know, fair. just fair. Vietnamese food. Yeah. Um. It also had me craving Vietnamese food, so I was like, mm. <laughs> but I was hungry last night. Um, and then, so so they 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 eat the food, and then Marilyn's like, oh, let me give you the gun, <laughs> and she's like, holy fuck, you guys, fuck, <laughs> shit, fuck, fucking shit, and also she's shit like, and fuck, shit, the fucking gun is gone, you guys, I fucked up. <laughs> And Nancy's like trying really hard not to be annoyed. She's like, <sighs> oh, okay. Like, so like how, like how could that have happened? Marilyn, Marilyn, how could that have happened? What, what are you, what were you fucking doing? And then Nancy so quickly realizes that somebody took. Oh my God. It from her purse and, re- and somehow, somehow like. <laughs> Like they were, they put they put a lead bar in mm-hmm. her sunglass case so that so that Senator Kilpatrick was never the wiser because it still weighed a bunch. The amount of dexterity required for this task, I do. I I was thinking that this was like a um like basically a pickpocket, like quick reverse pickpocket situation. Mm-hmm. But in fact, she left her fucking purse and then yeah, just, she just like left it out, went somewhere else. So like Matt Layton himself, also a congressperson, yeah, with a lot of other things to do, who is kicking off a an election <laughs> an campaign, election. did it himself. <laughs> yeah, just squeezed it in. Well, because it was so easy. I bet. Yeah, I bet she he was just like her purse. Well. <laughs> She left it. She left a gun she left it on the ground, in a purse, unattended, for just who out. knows how long. Yeah, an for hour. like twenty minutes. She went to go do something. That's I, make why, it your priority, Marilyn. Well, and that's why I was getting annoyed with Nancy because, like, I know that it just so happens that Nancy is correct, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But like the amount of leeway that she's giving Marilyn, and she's like oh my God, something doesn't add up. And I was like, okay, she's finally like realizing that like Marilyn's probably lying. Mm-hmm. She's being so weird. And then she's like, the weight would be off. Marilyn, did you not realize? Like, mm-hmm. I would have been like, Marilyn, answer. 
why do you not realize that the weight is off? And then we discovered the bar. And then I'd be like, how did you leave your purse out? How come she's so stupid? How could you leave your purse? Again, the only explanation is that she is also a lookalike. <laughs> because otherwise, <laughs> I don't know how this woman... Although there are a lot of really stupid senators in office. so There yeah, are. I, t- and I many take it of back. Them, many of them are like clinically dead. Yeah. And still kicking, still mm-hmm. working. So like, whatever. But also... I just don't understand how you get so frazzled and also jump to the solutions that you jump to. Yeah, she's very bad. Like she should she should have called Nancy from the beginning before she made a single move. If the if she's this fucking reliant on a teenage detective. Yeah. Yeah. Just like something feels off. I should call Nancy and then Nancy can be there for everything to unfold. Mm hmm. But. Instead, she calls her once everything's kind of in full swing. But Nancy does take care of the entire. Nancy fights a ma- a green beret. I was so hand to hand impressed with Nancy. <laughs> I could not believe she disarmed mm-hmm. a man who is trained to murder someone with his bare hands. Mm-hmm. He has a weapon. She gets it out of his hands. She she wriggles out of his grasp she runs away she's hanging from a rooftop by her fingertips nancy is an action hero she's an action hero and we did get to see a vietnamese character that dies within two pages yes <laughs> who, who he, was it? was that tran no tran no yeah, Louis, that was tran. Louis. oh no, no yeah Louis. right that was tran was like the other guy that yeah. is there for one why is he even in the book he Brings her from one location to another. Why did he even get a name? I mean, at least he got a name. <laughs> That's true. And at least he doesn't die as well. No, for all we know, he's alive and well. Mm-hmm. To this day. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. It, it, the, the Louis <laughs> storyline is um, interesting. <laughs> I was like, why are we even having this happen? It's so short. Like as soon as as soon as um she ends up back at a Vietnamese restaurant, I was like, "Oh, Matt Layton's secret has to do with not being a, an actual war hero." Yeah, I thought it was stolen valor. I didn't think it was stolen valor, but I did think that like he didn't actually like, oh, I guess that would still be stolen valor. Like I thought he was in the service. I just didn't think he like had done whatever he was honored for, but it turns out it's worse. It turns out he was like a fucking arms dealer on the side. I was afraid that maybe he had done like war crimes, but maybe that wouldn't be in this book. Yeah, I I think it's probably safe to assume that were he this character real, did. he definitely did some war crimes. Yeah. But he the things that Nancy knows about, the things that Nancy chooses to learn about yeah. is that he dealt and that's the other thing. Like I was surprised because you know how like drug trafficking was very common coming back from Vietnam. Because they would just put like heroin in the body bags. I did not know that. And bring them back. Yeah. That makes sense. But no, he doesn't even do drugs. It's just arms and like supplies. 
and selling it to Viet Cong, or he's rather just, they're just selling, selling it, it to, to citizens. Yeah, and they could be and it's VC. Like, who knows what's right. happening to it? Right. So there's that, but that's what she finds out. Wait, how does she get a hold? Oh, that's wait. How does she get a hold of the of the files at all? Oh, she finds them in the. She gets them from from Louis, right? She yeah, because she when she real the whole key in the heel thing that didn't even didn't make a ton of sense to me because it's like okay, I will grant you that. So when they go and they find out Beverly's dead, and for whatever reason, this fucking police chief lets a senator just walk all around a crime scene. And her little assistant. Yeah, so they're just like stomping all around a crime scene with a teenager. (laughs) And and Nancy notices like that um, Beverly's heel is, is broken. And she's like, that's interesting that like such a clothes horse would have a heel that's like that flimsy. Yeah. That it broke. Which good for her. Good eye. Good eye, Nance. My problem is then she so so then they they go home and it turned out Beverly Beverly before she was killed had recorded this like late night interview my issue is why the fuck if you are a gossip yeah. columnist who has a deal with a random guy to pay him for evidence that a congressperson committed treason in Vietnam and you're doing a switcheroo in a random locker to the point where you have a fake heel put in your fucking high heel. Yeah. Why do you then choose to wear those high heels? Yeah, and then fuck with them on camera. Too late night. And then fuck with them on camera. Why is she fiddling with this like it's a fidget spinner on camera for 15 minutes? 15? 15 seconds. Oh, I, thought it was I had to reread minutes. it. I thought the entire I, had to I thought it. the entire show this woman was sitting there playing with the heel and Nancy's like, "Hmm, interesting." <laughs> She's like, "Wait, <laughs> rewind it." But Pause. still, why is she fucking fiddling with this thing? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it came open while she was walking or something. But I was like, yeah. "Don't fucking fiddle with that thing on camera. What are you doing? You have like it's, a high you know stakes it's deal hubris. in place." It's hubris. She thinks Your she hubris. can't be stopped. True, true, true. She's like she's it's like when serial killers like write letters to the police and stuff. They're like <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I, you yeah, she like me. wants to be. She wants to be f- this deal found out, so yeah, people know yeah, like yeah. how deep her investigative reporting goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, she does play with her heel. To me, I just didn't know. I mean, I guess she. Oh, because she was gonna go that after that interview because that interview took place in between when Nancy met with her. Pretending mm-hmm. to be Teresa and her death. Mm-hmm. So I think she was going to go straight there, which is why she wore those heels. But just don't fiddle with it. But also, like, and I know that, uh, I don't I don't really know how to explain this, my irritation with <laughs> the, the heel of it all. Uh-huh. But, like, to me, having the key in the heel, narratively, uh-huh. It just like creates another task for task's sake for yes. Nancy to do. 
it doesn't like add specifically to the story or the secret or really create any obstacles for Nancy except that she has to like go talk to Asian people well, and then like, <laughs> like in the, and then the scary guy comes and he does try to We're kill her crazy. but like I think what <sighs> I will say I don't agree with the way it's introduced but I will say that what it does is provide Nancy with the money to then trade for the evidence otherwise yeah. that guy would never have given it to her it feels in fact, like he though, didn't give it to her because he realizes no, he that didn't. he knows no, no, she's no, because she still has the money. So she, he's like, who cares? Well, at first he I like think. pretends and he's like, I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, OK, actually, here's the information. <laughs> and then I, I, I guess I just feel like all of those events are like this happens, then this, then this, yes, then it this is very rather than this happens, so then this happens, but then this happens, so then this ha- It just feels like thing after thing after thing. Yeah, no Nancy just has a very lengthy to-do list. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, it feels like her just doing a to-do list. Yeah. Which she does with aplomb. Nancy is she, truly impressive. She's like way better than the Hardy Boys, right? Like So much better. Like the Hardy all Boys they do were is karate chop things. Doofing along. <laughs> Whereas she's like... Stumbling into things... Again, Nancy is a fucking action hero. She's hand to hand combating a fucking like professional fighter. A green beret. That's wild. It is wild. But so she gets this information. She has this file and it has um all of the secrets of the big four. All these these four people that um, the uh, journalist was going to like expose in her book and like ruin the lives of because this is the other thing I know that journalists can be skeezy but also the fact that like <laughs> the fact that <laughs> Nancy Drew is fighting on the side of the government to stop the press like feels <laughs> really <laughs> icky to me oh why <laughs> huh I don't see it like, I need to protect this senator from her secrets getting yeah, out. Yeah, Nancy is very uh, mercenary. Like, I'll do whatever task I'm being paid for. Yes. And the <laughs> fact that she, like, is under the illusion that this senator, this 40-year-old senator is her friend. And under the illusion that, like, truly all she did wrong was bribe some, There's some no fucking way. assassins not There's to kill no. Teresa way there's no absolutely way. no way uh-uh. because there's no way that if the only thing that was your secret is that you bribed some assassins to not kill Teresa mm-hmm. th- that you are then like okay I need to get a gun like just let the secret come out the truth will set you free yeah maybe being a senator isn't for you too hard yeah I just don't trust it and I, d- I just don't, I don't trust, trust that we never see the fucking chapter. Because if you have the chapter in your paws, Nancy, how do you not? I don't even care that I'm being chased by a murderer. I will find a quiet place to read this chapter because I need that information. Uh-huh. Again, she should be after the truth. And it's like it, Instead, it goes hand in hand with what you're saying that she should not be fighting to <laughs> stop the press for a U.S. senator. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe not actually uh, the right. <laughs> She's on the wrong side of history here. No, she is on the wrong side of history. Because she's probably doing things for like Monsanto and shit. She doesn't even know. 
she's doing all kinds of things. Yeah, who like fucking who, the Cold War was still technically on. Who knows what she's up to? Oh my god, is there something in a Nancy Drew thing where she realizes that she was complicit and she's there like in too deep and is connected to like a bunch of like horrible things? I doubt it. They're always like so fucking like pristine. Yeah, I know. But would be interesting. But a girl can dream. Oh, wait, I think there is something. I think it's a book or maybe a TV show. I don't remember it, but it was like an, a grown-up child detective like has to investigate something. What is that? There's Someone's probably screaming at us. <sighs> but I remember thinking that was like a cool, let me see, grown-up child detective. Oh, is it The Kid Detective? 2020 movie? No, it's not that. Starring Adam Brody. Huh. I think it's a TV show. Teams up. Let's see. My stomach is making noises. Can you hear it? No. <laughs> Thank God. It's all the Halloween candy I ate, probably. Uh, you know what? Uh, no, I don't see it. It sounds know. familiar, though. Yeah, like a grown-up child detective. But it would be kind of cool to have something. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write it. Nobody write it. <laughs> a yeah, like it. thing of like a a child detective like coming to terms with the fact that like, oh, I mean, is it just kind of like a a veteran story <laughs> where they're like, shit, I was like involved and interesting, interesting, something to think about, something to think about. Um, but yeah, so she fights. Well, so unfortunately. Louis dies. He so he was basically like friends with the bad senator. They in Vietnam they like trafficked things, and um, he then he gets shot, and then he's like, "He's killing me." He says it out loud, and Nancy's like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> and then she runs away, but then she fight she fights the senator, right? No, he she fights the guy, and then the senator shows up and just like has a gun on them, and she. Oh, right. I think at some point she, like, kicks the gun out of his hand, but it's not, like, a full-on fight. Right. And then he's, like, she's, like, well, just tell me. And he's, like, okay, I'll tell you my secret. Why? Why? <laughs> I know. It's really, really stupid. So then he does. He tells her his secret, and like, she's, what like, are wow. you thinking? <laughs> he's, like, well, I might as well, since you're going to be in the ground anyway. No, you idiot. You and have you very little time to kill Nancy. And like, you don't have time to listen to the tape. And like, how sad for you no. that you won't know why you died. Like, why? No. Why do you care, sir? Yeah. Why do you care? Just whatever. But he does tell her how he died or how he how he crimed. And um, then <laughs> she escapes. Oh, because the police come because they had bugged the entire place. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I guess he must have had a warrant. I'm sure he got... A, the the captain probably got a warrant because of the fact that fucking Senator Kilpatrick's gun was discovered. Right. At but the scene. You can get a so warrant to secretly bug someone. How did they even get inside? He, he like, was having coffee with her because she's a fucking idiot and just invited him in. And he was like, yeah, I yeah, I totally to believe God. you. <laughs> I swear to God, this fucking senator... Mm-hmm. Thank God she has Nancy in her life. Truly. I mean, um, would that we were all so lucky to have Nancy in our life. God, can you imagine if I had Nancy in my life? Ooh. 
I'd be like, quick, an emergency. My house needs to be cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nancy would fucking go to town. She would do it. And it would be done so quickly. And It'd it would be, be like better than ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this book was like a shockingly fast read. Yes. Yes, it, it extremely, was like an Extremely, extremely fast. I would not say it's worth the money on Kindle. It's quite expensive. It's like 10 bucks for like 100 pages. I don't know. Dollar to page ratio is not so good. Mm-hmm. But um, I, yeah, for some reason, this one was nine ninety nine instead of the usual five ninety nine. Most it's of like it, they knew. Like I think every single Nancy Drew case files is available for Kindle, and most of them are five ninety nine. Except this one. Except this one. It's a shame. Um, but uh, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. So I'd say if you can get your hands on it for free, read it. Um. Oh, speaking of, so this book used to be on Open Library, but now this book, along with many others, are now preview only because of the impending lawsuit um, that, like, I think certain authors and well, IP it is holders. Fair. Like, if this is being made available to purchase as an ebook, mm-hmm. yeah, I get why they're <laughs> suing Open Library to take it down. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. I support open library for all the books that like otherwise are almost impossible to get. Like they're out of print. Yeah. Hard to find in used bookstores and not available as an ebook. But if it is, then yeah, it kind of sucks that open library is just making it available. Yeah. And also like if it, that is just piracy because it's on Kindle is available at libraries as well, which is free. Actually, they aren't available at libraries, which sucks. Oh, that's Yeah, stupid. I tried to check it out from the library first, and th- I couldn't find a single Nancy Drew case files available. Is there something we can do to change that? You have to request that the library buy them. Oh. And then they'll I pretty see. much meet every single, maybe not every single request, like maybe only, certainly if you request a new book, they're pretty willing to buy anything but i don't know if they're willing to have the entire nancy drew case files especially when some of them are 10 freaking dollars uh-huh. but i mean it's the library they're they want to have things yeah here yeah. let me see if i could request it let me we'll see if they buy it an historic moment we'll choose like what is the next nancy drew that we want to read <laughs> um should we do poison pen uh that one looked kind of like eh. stupid let me see. Let me see. Nancy I feel like there's a, Drew. A, like punchier one. Case files. Let me see. Nancy Drew case files here. Um, Secrets can kill. There's a fire in the background. Oh my God. Deadly intent has the twin towers in the background. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Smile and say murder. Ooh, fatal attraction. There's like a sexy guy standing behind her. The picture of guilt. Is she at the Taj Mahal? I can do this off podcast. This does not need to be a... Everybody is along for the boring ride of this. Um, but yeah, I'll see if I can request it and we'll see what happens. But yeah, so I don't know how willing they are to buy like truly every request. But most books, they, they want to meet that need. So you can just request that they buy something. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, I'm looking Libraries at the cover. I love libraries so much. I'm looking at the cover for Nancy Drew Case Files, Something to Hide. Look at that cover. Look at her little outfit. Look at the background. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. What the hell is she wearing? Oh, we should have done this for Halloween. What a shame. I know. It's so Halloweenish. It's so Halloweenish. She's wearing like a little pilgrim outfit thing, but like with a music man hat. Like a cloak See? with like very wow. cool high waisted pants. That is funny. She also looks about 40 years old. She looks. The cover for this one as well, she looks quite uh, not 18 years old. Wait, this isn't even, is this even related to Halloween? What's with all the fucking jack-o'-lanterns if this not doesn't take place at Halloween? It doesn't? I'm looking. <laughs> let me see the back of the book. Don't let me see the back of the book on this one. That's weird. What? While helping Ned with a school marketing project at River Heights Mall, Bess becomes ill. It turns out she's been poisoned along with several other River Heights teens. Nancy endeavors to find out who's behind them all before one of them turns deadly. Yeah, this is just somebody's been, like, fucking poisoning a new skin cream. Like skin cream. <laughs> well, then what the hell is all these pumpkins? I don't know what's up with all these fucking jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> we got to read this one. We got to figure out what's going on yep. in this one. We got to get to the and bottom the outfit, of it, just like our like, girl Nancy Like, why is she wearing that? Yeah, ju oh, just like Nancy would. Wow. Just like well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Yep, we really appreciate you. And thank you to our Patreon subscribers. If you'd like to become one, go to patreon.com slash teen creeps, where we have a lot of extra episodes for people who support the podcast. Special shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 a month level. Thank you, Adam Halwitz, Amanda K, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Caitlin L, Carrie H, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamata, Drew Waranis, Ellie Lagos, Emma M, Erica T, Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L., Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow, Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T., Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica U., Jonathan Venable, Kat Miller, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N., Cody X. Siegel, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Maddie M., Megan Lozier, Melody, Mikey Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly G., Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel C., Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F. Ro Kalahua. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Sylvie T. Victoria Beck. And Whitney E. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. And I'm going to try this just because there have been a number of months where we've chosen an outside genre winner and then uh -huh. not heard back from them. Yeah. I'm going to announce the November outside genre winner from our Patreon. Right and now. And maybe they'll hear it. And let and us then know respond. which books we want they want yeah. us to read. So if you don't know, if like you've somehow never listened to the podcast before and this is your first episode, which is a weird choice. Um <laughs> for, for anybody who gives at the eight dollar and up level, um, we uh have a raffle and randomly choose one listener to pick a book or movie for us to cover that is outside the usual teen creeps genre. So like no YA, but it can be horror. Um, our rules are just like no no YA, no erotica, and um, it needs to be around or under 350 pages because uh, one time we chose like a 500-page book. And it, was like, and it was a 12-hour read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this month's winner is Peg D. We sent you an email, Peg. Let us know uh, what you would like us to cover for November. 
um, give us three choices. Just check your email. It might be in your spam folder. Maybe things have been going to spam, and that's why we haven't heard from some people. Because I know that sometimes if you put like that you won something, Gmail or it goes or straight to yeah. email might think that that's a scam. Um, so yeah, yeah, check your spam. If you didn't get the email, we sent it both uh, via email and via Patreon message. Let us know. And that's just the kind of thing you get if you're a Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch up with you. I mean, we can tell them what we're covering because this one I think we have on Kindle, right? Hmm. Because usually we don't tell them. Oh, it's for next open for library. Next week? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Um, this we are covering The Poppy War by R.F. Krang. So we're back to fantasy briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you then. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.